Sup, Sup Buzznet! Um, in reference to the podcast, back at it. For True Crime Tuesday. Good job. So proud of you. <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, this will be fun. It's been a minute. Yeah. Ugh, because it was so windy. Now it's... There's no wind at my house. Mm. I don't breeze. think there was wind when I was outside. Anyway, I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. And we're the best friends you'll ever have. Yeah. Maybe. Alright, so today... What you, what do you got for us? We're going to learn about Lydia Sherman and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Right, tell That's me it. about her. That's it. All right. All right. Well, see you guys for murder, not murder Friday. Freaky Friday. <laughs> um, so before I get into it, my sources were BuzzFeed's 50 Scariest Serial Killers. And they're the ones who gave me this idea. And then ConnecticutHistory.org and Wikipedia, of course. But not a lot from Wikipedia because... Her article was very short on Wiki. So. Is she the serial killer or was she killed by one? No, she is one. Ooh, that's a rarity. Uh, no. I know. (laughs) Actually, I feel like I've had a couple of recent female killers lately. That's because they're all starting to snap. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Um. Anyway. Lydia was born Lydia Danbury in New Jersey in 1824. So we're gonna go back in time for this one. Just just a smidge. Just a smidge. Just a couple two hundred years almost. <laughs> um, she was orphaned as an infant and raised by her uncle. At sixteen, she began working as a tailor, and at seventeen, she met her first husband, Edward Struck. I don't know what he struck. You don't know what he struck? Just struck. Nope. Edward was a widower with two children and worked as a police officer in Yorkville, which is a New York City suburb. Within seven years, Lydia and Edward had six of their own children, Martha, George, Anna, Edward, Josephine, and Lydia. That's a mouthful. (laughs) It is. Edward lost his job and fell into a serious depression. Um, and I haven't lost my job, but, like, relatable. Um, I mean, like, what would your solution be if your husband fell into a deep depression? Hopefully not have more kids. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) No. Am I assuming she killed him? (laughs) Yeah. Her solution wasn't to get him help. Nope. In 1864, Lydia poisoned Edward and killed him. Was her thought process, oh, we already want to die, let me help you? (laughs) I don't know. Um, But if it was, then her next move... What? I said she's a black widow. Yeah. Killing her husband. Um, But if she was just trying to help him out, then, like, the next thing doesn't make sense. Because soon after, she began killing her own children. Oh. She killed three of their youngest first, and then over the next several months, the remaining children fell ill and quickly died. 
did she poison them or? Yeah, the, I think yeah. that that's that was her motive for everything. Was it arsenic? I feel like that was a very popular poison back then. <laughs> well, if I had just done this one, I'd probably remember, but um, it's been a while, so. Actually, I do think it was arsenic, though. Um, or they might not know for Edward and her kids, but uh, later on in the story, <clears throat> which won't be too much later because this is really short. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But anyway, all of this went unnoticed. All the kids died. Edward died. Yeah, nobody noticed her whole family was dying. No. And so she got to move to Connecticut. Talk about not having any neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. I wonder if York feels like farm town or something, maybe. I feel like back in the 1800s, everything was farm country. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, I don't know. I... I don't think I'm a reborn 18th century or 19th century person. I I think this is my first time around. (laughs) Yeah, same. I don't think that somebody would want me on Earth twice. They'd be like, ooh, you know what? We're just going to let this one do once and that's it. One time. one, One round trip, that's it. And then she'll resume her place in hell. Back to the penthouse suite. Yep. Alright, so in Connecticut, Lydia worked as a nurse and met a wealthy farmer and fisherman. So it appears... (laughs) I hate myself. I literally hate myself. And I knew when I typed this out that I would hate myself. (laughs) It appears the city slicker and farmer fell in love. Maybe their lineage came up with the farmer's... Farmers Only.com concept. <laughs> I don't know that she was really a city slicker, but... Because, again, did they really have cities back then? <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, this guy's name was Dennis Hurlbert. 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 Um... He was quite older than Lydia, but they still got married in 1868. And to not raise suspicion, Lydia was sure to be very fond of him in public, so that people wouldn't think that she was a gold digger. Now, I'm not (laughs) saying she's a gold digger, but... I'm assuming she also kills her husband, so she is. (laughs) After getting married, Dennis changed his will to leave everything to Lydia. That, to me, sounds like a gold-digging situation. Yeah, like, did he did he have kids? Um, I don't remember. If he did, I didn't write it he, down. If he did, they're probably going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. And soon after, I'm sure you can guess, Dennis fell ill and died. But again, no one suspected anything. I don't, they weren't too bright back then. That's why the population (laughs) tanked. Um, (laughs) Shortly after, Lydia then applied to be a housekeeper to Horatian Sherman. Let me guess, he fell in love with his housekeeper? (laughs) (laughs) He was a recent widower, widower with two children. 
Within a few months of getting the job, Lydia also got the man. And this happened in 1870. So, just to recap, she's had three men, and I still have zero. <laughs> hey, we're in the same boat. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe my Honestly, issue is that I haven't killed the first one. Yeah. You, after the first one, you just, they like, they come, you need a stick to keep them all away. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway. And by stick, um, I mean poison. Right. I just assumed you meant stick with an arrow on the end. You know. I was going to say swords, and I was like, well, she's poisoning people. Yeah, she is. I know. I like to... I feel like I had another one recently that was a poisoner. Anyway. Probably. Who knows? Don't remember. So what you're saying is you have an interesting search history right now. (laughs) On my work computer, nonetheless, because I've been using it. All the time, since I'm at home with it all the time. (laughs) Alright, so soon after getting married... Oh, apparently his name was Horatio, not Horatian. When you said that, I was going to ask, but I wasn't uh, sure if that was a different name. Horatio, it's written as Horatio the rest of the time, so I'm not really sure. A little typo? Could be a little typo. Um, Bingo could also be his name Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I that was had, a good one. I haven't had very much human interaction lately, so. Uh. <laughs> so just, everything's just gonna be, like, leaking out of you? Yeah. Back to Lydia and Horatio or Horatian or Bingo... Shant, shant, shant. Okay, so soon after getting married, Horatio's youngest son, who was an infant, became sick and died. Shocker. (laughs) A few months after that, his teenage daughter also got sick and died. And I bet you guessed it, soon after, Horatio himself was also dead. And I'm assuming back then they didn't really do autopsies either. Ah, well, funny that you should mention. Oh, do they? Well, Horatio died from arsenic poisoning, which Lydia did by spiking his liquor. As he liked to hit the bottle every now and again. Fortunately... hit the bottle and hit your wife. That's true. Fortunately for society, someone finally took notice and was doubting the fact that Horatio abruptly died, and therefore, an autopsy was ordered, which is where the poisoning was discovered. Dr. Beardsley exhumed the body body bodios. The bodio. Bodio. Bodios. That's a... Is that like a cannibal cereal? (laughs) Could be. Bootios? Wasn't that the cereal that... (laughs) Alfonso tried. What's his name? Alonso? Alfonso. <laughs> the Fonz. Uh, <laughs> his, uh, what was it? The super, super colon blow. <laughs> he was so excited to try some of those, and I was like, if I ever saw a cereal named, like, Bootios, I would not buy it. Wasn't it literally just, like, Cheerios? Yeah. And the one was just, like, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Alright, so... And one was just, like, super thick cornflakes. Yeah. 
So the bodies of Horatio's children were exhumed, and it was discovered that they were also poisoned. In June of 1871, police arrested Lydia in New Brunswick, New Jersey, for the murder of Horatio. They took her back to Connecticut, where she was tried in 1872. She was found guilty of second-degree murder. In 1873, she made a confession admitting to the poisoning of her three husbands and four of her children. On January 11, 1873, she was sentenced to life in prison at Weathersfield State Prison. In June 1877, Lydia escaped from prison and made her way to Providence, Rhode Island. Unfortunate for her, she was dumb and mixed up her fake names and was then caught and sent back to prison. <laughs> a little less than a month, uh, a year later, rather, on May 16th, 1878, she died of illness. Um, and Is it arsenic poisoning? <laughs> I don't think it was arsenic poisoning, but... I would like to note that she confessed to killing three husbands and four children, but it is believed that her number of victims may be as high as ten. Um, so it's not really 100% confirmed what her victim count was. But How is it second-degree murder? Is it because she technically didn't kill them herself? You know? That they were poisoned until they died? I don't know what the law in 1872 was. Um, well, you... You should know this. <laughs> well, I wasn't alive then, and I did not think that she would ask, so I didn't <laughs> look it up. Uh, sorry. Um, do any of you listeners know? Because if you do, write in and tell Heather. Do we, do we got any uh, time travelers listening? Time <laughs> travelers, check for us. lawyers, God, I hope we don't have any lawyers listening. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, is it? It would be, though, because, like, they're still listening to it. I mean, it would be embarrassing like, for me whenever I try to act like I'm a lawyer and... They'd be like, no, no, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, but... All right, well, uh, what you got for us for Freaky Friday? I got, actually, you're the one that gave me the idea for it. We're going to learn about the squonk. Nice! That's why I sent it to you. I had never heard of it before. Neither have I, even though it's native to Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's why I sent it to you. I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't even remember where I heard it. Hmm. I think you sent me a screenshot or something, I think. I feel like one of the nights when I was up at three in the morning and couldn't sleep, I was listening to something and they brought it up and then I was like, oh, cool. I wonder if Heather knows about that. And so I screenshotted it and sent it to you. Heather did not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Heather does now, but. <laughs> See? Well, this was. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to learn about a, we learn about a Pennsylvania cryptid. Damn Pennsylvania. Well, we have two Pennsylvania episodes coming up then, so. Your next one, Pennsylvania? My next one is Pennsylvania. It's just Pennsylvania as a whole. We're just going to learn about why Pennsylvania is a crime. Uh, you're just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Hell, that's going to take a couple episodes. <laughs> no, we're going to learn about... Just from some of the cities. Yeah. Philadelphia. Ugh. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, this was a super short, super sweet. Well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say sweet. Um, but it was super short. Episode on Lydia Sherman. So thanks for tuning in. 
Um, until Freaky Friday, you can find us on Instagram at in reference to podcast on Twitter at in reference to. You can write us an email and send it to in reference to podcast at gmail.com. Look at that. That was so fancy and articulate. I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> That's probably going to be the only time that happens. <laughs> well, we'll have to remember if I ever need to cut one in for. The last ones was pretty bad. I remember that. Um, anyway. I think that was one of the English's hard days. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> I don't remember even. I don't even remember how how you messed it up. I just remember it was very messed up and I was like crying laughing. So, and I was like, I'm going to edit that all out. And I don't think I did because it was funny. (laughs) It's fine. I try not to embarrass either of us on here, but sometimes it's funny. So I do it enough on my own. That's true. Sometimes you just got to leave it in. That's true. We're only human. That's true. For now. Or are we? Send us your theories to <laughs> reference to podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also <laughs> listen to some of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, we have 30 plus episodes up. Uh, or you can help support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash in reference to. And I think that's all. Do we have any new parting wisdom besides wash your hands? Don't touch the inside of your mask because it's dirty. (laughs) Don't touch the outside of it either. Just touch the elastic loops.